When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin, here as always with our auto editor, Scott Benjamin. Scott, how are you feeling? I'm doing well, thank you, Ben. Yeah, you seem in a pretty good mood. Decent mood, yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm sort of in a decent mood, but I've I've had a... A dilemma, a crisis of conscience. Oh no! What's going on? What's that happening? Well, you know, I I do my best to get here on time, and sometimes you know, un- unanticipated things happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll sleep in later, whatever. But the number one thing that stops me from getting here on time is traffic. Oh yeah, and and I know that kind of that can be bedeviling to everybody mm-hmm. since we work in the city deep in the bowels of how stuff works 1a <laughs> as as our compatriots in the podcast like to say um and it got me while i was waiting in traffic again and running a little bit late that if there was just some way for me to circumvent these rules mm-hmm. of of ground traffic if i had for instance a flying car then mm. i would be able to uh to be here, my God, even on time, which is early for me. A flying car? I thought maybe yeah. you'd want your own lane in the traffic, maybe. That'd be... Uh, no, you know when I dream, yeah. I dream big. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> a flying car, wow. Yeah. Well, they have flying cars. The, are you serious? Yeah, they're flying cars. They're prototypes, of course. Uh-huh. Really, I mean, there have been a few examples in do, do they, distant do they work? past. Uh, yeah, actually, they do work. There are some that do work and some that don't work and uh, kind of everything in between. You know, There's some that claim they work and maybe don't work the way we think they do really yeah there's it's kind of a gray area is this um, a recent thing a recent invention no 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 how long have cars been around since what 1890s sure. okay yeah, yeah how long has flying been around since um, uh just quick quiz but i'll give you the answer okay 1903 i'm awesome at these yeah. quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say airplanes you know flying has been around since 1903 the wright brothers we, yeah, all, we yeah. all know the story right not long after that people decided that uh, hey why not put these two technologies together Seems natural. Oh, sure, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so much traffic probably in you know the early 1900s. Well, let me stop you before we go any further. Yeah. I realize that uh, 
I, I maybe we'll disagree on this. It happens sometimes mm-hmm. for our listeners. Scott and I do have disagreements. We try to keep them off the air. We arm wrestle. We arm wrestle for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would only like being – it's kind of like being a dictator, having a flying car. Mm-hmm. I would only like being in a dictatorship if I was the dictator. Um, and I guess I'm paraphrasing some other prominent politicians saying that. And <laughs> and I would also only like a flying car if I was the only one who had one. Oh, that would probably be about the only way you could have your flying car, really. Really? Like, yeah, because I've, I've actually thought about this, too. And Yeah, uh, yeah I think – I think that's probably the best solution if you were the only one who had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not you, but you know oh. whoever whoever had the car. You know, if 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 there was one one flying vehicle or one produced mass or not mass produced, yeah. but just one produced vehicle, mm-hmm. that would be about the only way it would work. I mean, it, there could be a few more, but um, if you're talking replacing cars with planes, yeah, uh, no. You don't think? Oh no way! Really? You're going to put the kibosh? Oh no! I'm going to say that's a terrible idea. I just had my next question was: Are these a good idea? No, no, no. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what do you think? um, I think it would be awesome if I had one and no one else. Okay, well that's but if you're asking mass produced, Mm -hmm. that's no, that's a terrible, that's a bad idea. Oh sure. Look at all the horrible things we managed to do to each other with the regular (laughs) cars. You know, that's right. Yeah, and you're and you're talking uh, in a well, I guess it would be a two-dimensional environment right Right, where our cars are i mean sure there's uh you know different terrains but Mm. pretty much we're all on the same road and we're you know we're not Mm. um you know approaching each other from below and above and uh you know all different angles all different speeds you know that's that's happening right now but um you know there there are just no roadways up there and and what are you going to do? File file flight plan to go to work? Um, (laughs) That's it. Just doesn't work that way. Well, there's a z-axis, right? So. I think the reason most of us aren't pilots already mm-hmm. is because it's difficult. It's not intuitive to think that way when you're flying a vehicle. Oh, sure, that's right. Yeah, it's it's dramatically different than driving a vehicle or driving a car right now on the road. And uh, you know that's that's kind of what we have to get over is thinking of it as if you're just driving your car on a road. It's it's not like that. It's it's totally different. Um, oh. It's just so many more things to consider, and there's also just a, a number of other. I guess uh, other things that go along with that that you know we're we're just not accustomed to. So, um, well, I mean, let's go down the let's go down the list here. Uh, I've got the list we made here. Oh, something to worry about: drunk drivers. Oh, definitely in the yeah. skies. Yeah, sure. I mean, talk about like you know that's a problem right now on our roads. But sure. imagine imagine a flying drunk driver. Wow. Uh, you know, ten times worse. Sounds um, like the worst superhero well, ever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. There's there's just. Uh, that's that's one of many concerns. Yeah, uh, we've got. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, whatever. Okay. Whatever you got. I'm just hit me with them. We've got I, the laundry list. Here. I want to know. Yeah, we'll go down real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll comment on each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Breakdowns. Uh, break. Oh, okay. That's a that's a big one. Midair, right? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, how many? Okay, you drove into work today, right? Sure. Okay. How many broken down vehicles did you pass on the on the road on the way in? I actually saw two. Two. Okay. Imagine those two cars flying out of, or falling out of the sky. Maybe. I don't know, onto a school or onto a house or onto just if you're driving on the road that day or onto a train, mm-hmm. um, anywhere, Find, you're falling into a, a river, you know, <laughs> whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. cars break down. It, it happens. And, you know, of course, airplanes break down as well. But, you know, that makes national news when that happens because they're very, very strict about maintenance and they're checked out so often. Right. But cars, no. I mean, that's that's up to the end of it, you know, the driver. So to, what about, uh, let's see, what's next? we got... The intrusion of privacy. Oh, big one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's also big. 
I don't know, let's say you're at the, the lake, you're on the beach or something, you know, sure. you're looking out over the, you know, beautiful scenery there at the sunset. Mm-hmm. Someone decides to hover over you in their, uh, <laughs> their flying Monte Carlo. You know, is that going to be something that you want? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. So yeah. uh, people are going to go places where cars can't normally go right now. Yeah. Um, you're going to take a hike to the top of the, mo- of the mountain. Um, you know, someone's going to be sitting up there in a Geo Metro that can fly. <laughs> uh, you know, it, they're going to push the boundaries of where cars should and should not be. And um, I don't know. I guess it, you can talk about no-flight zones at this point, too, because, you know. You're reading my mind. What? Oh, on. that's on your list. Yeah, that's oh, on okay, list. good, good. I didn't know. Um, yeah, what's to stop someone from flying over the White House in their, uh, in their, in their flying car also? Um, over hospitals. Why would, right. You know, they could fly right into a hospital or right over top of a hospital or right over top of schools. What about sporting events? Imagine, oh, yeah. Imagine sporting event. Why Why would you buy a ticket to the uh, to the uh, Super Bowl? You just kind of <laughs> hover outside of it and watch, you know, from right there in your, in your own car. Or maybe even buzz the field a little bit. Who knows? Wow. These are, <laughs> this, is a pretty, this is a pretty big list of reasons oh, that yeah. we shouldn't have them. And yeah. you have persuaded me this is a bad idea. I have... I have a question that I would ask you, though, uh, now that we've gone through all the reasons that mass-produced flying cars are a terrible idea right now, mm-hmm. what if there was autopilot capacity in these cars? <laughs> what if, yeah, just, just hear me oh, out, sure. Go, okay. come with me over here, mm-hmm. and um, what, what would you think, what would your opinion be of a mass-produced flying car that replaces uh, our conventional cars now, and has you know some sort of robotic overmind so we're kind of we're almost kind of getting back into our driverless cars uh mm-hmm. discussion here which is this. a great podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right yeah look check that one out yeah but um yeah i i still do, i just don't believe in it i just don't think that this is going to work i think there are just too many flaws in this in this mm-hmm. plan for it to actually uh, come to fruition now there have been some examples in the past that you know are successful i mean they're they're flying cars that have you know logged hundreds of hours of flight um now they look like a car with wings on them um, you know it's just it's ridiculous when you see them yeah. it's kind of like a uh you know four-wheeled airplane you know typically the wings are something that you know detach the 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 owner has to you know unbolt the wings from the car uh stow them in a trailer or something like that the oh, ta- okay. same with the tail section same with the prop huh. um so what you're really doing is you're disassembling an airplane to drive on the road and the <laughs> yeah. cost of these things is you know unbelievable a lot of them are you know th- these kind of one-off prototypes that that are available you know the the price or the projected price of them if you could buy them uh would be you know in the half million dollar range Jeez. Um, but they're out there they, there are some successful flying cars if you yeah, want to you if could you, just buy a plane that's right you could buy you could buy a good plane and you could buy a good car and use them for what they're intended you know you could you know, fly the plane when you need to, and drive the car when you need to. Wow, you sound a little bit conservative. Well, Scott, yeah, no, I know, first time. I, I know that, but you know, I, <laughs> I just, I, I just don't believe in this in this plan. I mean, yeah. there, there, I, I can understand that there are advantages to being able to suddenly take off in a in a car, you know, sure. unexpectedly yeah. almost, you know, um, there are probably military applications that this would work for really well, mm. but the problem is. You've got to have everything that a plane has, you know, right now. I mean, there are different versions of flying cars that take off in different ways. Um, you've heard of uh, vertical takeoff and landing. Yeah, in, like in, the, in, uh, what's it, the V-22. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. um, a lot of them use that kind of design where, you know, the the, uh, the turbines tilt down and the vehicle just kind of hovers up in the air first before it takes off. I see. That design is, uh, is popular right now, but um, in the past, 
you know, you needed a runway and you needed a runway to, you know, to take off and to land. Ridiculous. And, you know, if you're sitting in traffic and you're thinking this is, you know, this is, I shouldn't be here. You yeah. know, I want to just fly out of this, this place. Well, you need to have 1,500 feet ahead of you and, you know, you don't even have five feet. So how are you going to, how are you going to take off? Um, All it's right, just, man. It's crazy. I, you know what? I can tell that you hate flying cars <laughs> as much as you love hyper cars. <laughs> I, I, let's say I like, I think it's an interesting idea. Uh-huh. And it would be really cool if you could do it, but I just don't think it's very practical. That's oh, all. And to uh, our audience out there, uh, what do you guys think? To find out more about flying cars, hypercars, or anything else automotive-related, please swing by our auto channel on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.